0: So I'm pleased that the uh, theme uh, today is uh, determination or uh, resolution, and it's a wonderful theme and I've very much enjoyed uh, reflecting on the theme uh, leading up to this morning. It's a very powerful theme, it's really about how we keep uh, a steadiness of purpose, how we can be with... Uh, especially difficult experiences and keep a connection to our deeper values and our deeper intentions, and how we have the energy of determination to keep going, keep going moment to moment, especially with moments that are challenging. That's really where determination comes in. So it's a very wonderful theme to reflect on and um, can be quite powerful if we can increase the energy of determination in our lives. So that's the theme for the rest of the morning. Um, we're looking at the theme in the context of uh, a teaching uh, as many of you know called the paramis or the paramitas in Sanskrit which is usually translated as perfections or virtues. Their core qualities which are uh, developed as part of our practice. It really points towards the direction we're going. And the Sunday mornings uh, s- since last January have been structured around exploring uh, these different paramis. And Sylvia Borstein wrote a whole book on the 10 paramis. There are 10 of them. And Determination is the eighth. It's one of them. And a wonderful, uh, wonderful theme. And Sylvia wrote a whole book on it called Pay Attention for Goodness' Sake. <laughs> so she, All her book titles have double entendres in them. So, um, and so some of the other qualities of the paramis are well-known. There are qualities like generosity, uh, uh, being uh, ethical, uh, (coughs) mindfulness, energy, equanimity, loving-kindness, and so forth. So uh, if we would take these ten qualities as a focus for a practice, it's a very wonderful way to develop. And we could We could do that. We could say, okay, for this month I'm going to focus on this quality and this month on another quality. It's a wonderful way to practice, really. So let me say a little bit more about the nature of determination. Uh, Give some uh, examples of determination, uh, both the way we might practice determination in meditation and in our everyday lives. Give some examples of uh, I think, people who can be particularly inspiring because of their determination. And also want to talk about um, some of the ways that uh, we can be confused about determination, because it actually can be a confusing topic. And particularly, how do we distinguish determination from uh, some kind of striving or something we might say that's more ego-based, right? can look like determination and can actually be determination, but not be always be so helpful. And then I want to also look at uh, how we particularly uh, find determination to be of value when things are hard. That's really where determination often is, if we've developed it, can really be really important for us. Uh, And in doing so, I want to bring in a little bit the discussion in relationship to what happened in Connecticut. Know the really the the horrible events there. I want to not focus on that, but I want to bring it in because it can be related in certain ways to determination, more the determination to um, bring about healing, to end violence, and so forth. To uh, to um, look at how things are honestly, even when it's hard, you know, and so forth. A lot of different levels to that. I'm not going to go into it in a lot of depth, but I'm going to touch on it and as much as people want to, we can bring that up in the discussion. Because it's it's probably on some people's minds, I know, right? I know, uh, you know, several friends said they were, you know, had very hard days on Friday and Saturday. You know, I've had some friends who told me that. So, um, want to touch that to some extent. So, um, so determination, or resolution, or steadiness of purpose, the word in the Pali language is uh, Adi, Adi, Tanha, Adi Tanha. Uh, Aditana. It's, it's A D I T T H A N A. It's the we translate that word as determination or resolution, and uh, it is something that we can look at uh, in several ways. There's both a very deep determination that we may have a deep aspiration. How do I want to? see my life, and how do I, what do I aspire to be? You know, we can think of the determination of the historical Buddha to awaken. You know, it's said that he made a resolve many lifetimes in that, in that worldview, many lifetimes before he became the actual Buddha, to come to uh, full awakening. To, we, we might say to full wisdom, to full openness of heart and mind. He made that resolution. We may have our own aspirations, and we can strengthen our aspiration to, uh, to, go, to go deeply. That's partly why I invited, at the beginning of the meditation, a period for setting intention. It's something we can do daily. It's one practice that can help with determination. At the beginning of your meditation, take 30 seconds for a minute and connect with your deeper aspiration. And so there's that deeper aspiration. You know, it said that the, um, this is what the Buddha resolved at one point. This is from the text. He said, There were two things I never lost sight of. Not to shrink from the path of liberation and not to rest contented merely with wholesome states of mind. Not to shrink from full liberation and not to rest content. With things being pretty good, (laughs) right? Interesting, right? Interesting, very interesting perspective. And so there are those kinds of uh, deep determination to come to freedom. I also think a lot of the um, uh, civil rights movement, you know. And I was particularly thinking of. Uh, Some of the songs of the civil rights movement. You can see that kind of deep determination. There are songs like we shall overcome or songs like I'm walking down that freedom road or Songs like eyes on the prize, right? They're all songs And I thought I'd play one of those to give that sense of the deep deep determination So we can do that right now. I have it lined up. So I've integrated iPods into my Dharma Talks lately. (laughs) Okay, here we go. We'll do this just for about, this is, this is a song called Eyes on the Prize, some of you may know this, and has the refrain, hold on, you know, and this is all about determination, so you can listen to the songs in a different way, here it is. Hold on, hold on, on. keep your eyes on the prize, hold on. Paul and Silas began to shout, doors popped open and all walked out. Keep your eyes on the prize, hold on. Stand Are the chains Of hand in hand Keep your eyes On the prize Hold on Got my hand On the freedom of power Wouldn't take nothing From my journey Now Keep your eyes On the prize Hold on Uh, can you feel determination? <laughs> yeah. <you're laughs> right. Mavis. Yes. Yeah. Mavis Staples? Yes. Yeah. And um, it, it really points actually to the place of music and sometimes chant can play this very crucial role in determination. I think we know that it can really have tremendous power for our spirits, right? And it, in that historical period, the music played a very tremendous role. And it has sometimes another. Uh, freedom movements. So uh, determination can take the form of this uh, deep aspiration You know, in, in that particular social movement, the historical Buddha, for our own aspiration. We can have our own aspiration that can be for freedom or to manifest love or whatever it is. It's going to be very personal. So it's the question of what really is your aspiration and how, how can you stay connected with that? It's not so easy, right? Thing, you know, life gets busy. Uh, we have things to do, things, you know, ups and downs. You know, we have our to-do list can get in the way of determination, or sometimes maybe that is determination, right? To to complete one's to-do list. So there's also there's also a way that determination can also be something, not just this deep purpose or this deep aspiration. But it also can be something moment-to-moment. You know, it can be, how do I respond in the moment? How do I have determination in the moment to what's happening? And it can be uh, very ordinary. It can be something like, do I have determination to meditate every day? Right? And the moment will come. It's the end of the day. I haven't meditated. I'm tired. And sometimes determination will say, I'm going to do 10 minutes, right? That would be determination. It's saying, this is really valuable, I'm going to do it. That would be an example of determination or resolve. You know? Or it might be, when you're meditating, it might be that something comes up and, you, and it's some thought or some way that the mind's working, and something in you says, not that again. <laughs> Has anyone ever had that? Not that again. And it would be determination or resolve uh, that would, might say, I'm going to look at this. Even though I don't want it to be here, I'm going to be with this and be present with it. And it's because it's valuable, or we know it's valuable, or it might be a friend is in need, right? And I'm tired, and I really don't want to be with that friend, and maybe something stretches that can be with that friend. That might be determination. Again, and it's not uh, forcing ourselves to do something which is unwise. And this is where we want to look at how, and I'll come to this in a moment, how determination uh, also is something that especially is grounded in wisdom. And there are ways that we can think we're being determined, and it can be unwise. And I'm going to come back to that, because that's really uh, quite an important uh, point. Um, Or we... You know, we might have a a thought in our mind that we know is negative, right? This is, again, in the context of meditation. We might have a thought that we know is actually not a helpful thought. It could be a negative story that we tell about ourselves. Does anyone tell negative stories about yourself? That was bad grammar. I have my my English teacher, Miss Baker, is above my shoulder as I speak and correcting my grammar. That was a mangled grammar. Anyway, but... um, uh, yeah, so we, we often, you know, when I work one-on-one with people, the most common guidance I give to people is watch the stories that you tell yourself, because you know, we often tell ourselves negative stories, sometimes positive ones, too, that are quite illusory just as well, but often the negative stories, it could be negative self-judgment or uh, catastrophizing, right? I've, whatever. And so it might be, one aspect of determination would be would be to really be alert to that and say, I'm not going there. That is a manifestation of determination to say, if we can feel it starting, we say, no, I'm not going that direction. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. You know, determination could also take the form of a vow or a really, this very strong intention, I'm gonna really Uh, do this, or, you know, it could could manifest in all sorts of ways. I'm going to stay with difficulties in this relationship and really not do it the way maybe I've done it in the past, whatever it might be. You know, there can be aspects of determination. Um, One of the uh, important aspects of determination is to see that it has um, a number of different qualities, and there's a... um, Teacher, who's an American-born monk named who who is based down in San Diego, and he gives a very nice analysis of determination. He says it has four qualities. That the first is that it, it has to be based in wisdom. That determination has to be based in clear seeing. In other words, to be we could be determined just as easily in unwise ways. I could be really determined to uh, get revenge. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I could I could have tremendous and and you know a lot of uh, people do that. They can be incredibly determined. We can be really determined to do something negative, right? I can be very determined to uh, commit a crime. Right? I can do that. So determination, we might say, is ethically neutral. We can and it's independent of whether what we're doing is wise. That's interesting, isn't it? So determination in itself is simply a quality of mind and heart and body. It's not necessarily a good thing. It has to be really connected with wisdom. So that's that's important because we can ask ourselves, is my determination connected with wisdom? True determination in the sense of the uh, parami, in the sense of the quality that we're talking about here, is connected with wisdom, It's connected with clear seeing. Uh, that could mean a, a number of different things. It could mean that the core intention that we have really is realistic, and you know, you know that it, that um, I am making a vow, and I'm making it because it's possible for me to do it. It's not coming out of ego or some out of out of some image. That would not be so wise, right? So, you know, I might say I'm going to sit for three hours, right? and we could have some idea because someone else did that, that might not be wise determination, you know. It would be, we might be doing it because of ego, because it's a good idea, but true determination has to be wise, and that might mean that we are more um, humble or that we are more limited, that we don't have some big idea, I'm going to do this, right, I'm going to do this. It really has to come out of being realistic about who we are. You know, a second quality, that Tanisaro talked about, This related to what I just said, is that determination is truthful. It's honest. You know, we're really honest about our capabilities. If I'm going to say, I'm going to meditate, you know, every day for two hours, that may not be truthful or realistic. When I work one-on-one with people, a lot of times when they say, I want to you know, have a little more discipline, I want to have a little more practice, and I ask, what's realistic for you? I don't say, do this. I say, what's realistic? And if they say something that I think is too much, right, that they're setting themselves up for failure, that's not a good thing, right? And so I will want, would want to ask, is that really being truthful to yourself, that this goal or intention is um, realistic? Are you being truthful to yourself? And I try to have them check it out. And we usually do a kind of check. Is it too high, too low? <laughs> A goal, right, and and that's something that we can do. A third aspect of uh, true determination is that there's some there's a sense of non-clinging. We're not grasping after an outcome. It's more like we're connecting with this very strong energy that's not connected with grasping or striving. And again, a very important aspect in meditation is that we uh, can have strong energy that's trying to grasp after something, you know, where I want, you know, I'm going to really be with this difficult experience because I want it to go away. That would be a kind of grasping. So there's something about this energy of determination, which has this very strong energy, but we're not, um, we're not grasping, we're really more being present with what is and having a very strong energy so it's very interesting that determination is a kind of strong energy very strong energy but it's not often based on the kind of energy that we might see as giving strength you know, you know which might be being really strongly energized by anger or hatred right it's a different it's a different energy than that and not really not really uh, motivated by sort of ego-based striving, you know, I will do this so I can really have another brownie point, right? It's something different, it's some kind of energy that, that comes from a place that's deep and it's not connected with grasping. It's interesting, isn't it? And, and the, the teaching is that that kind of energy is present in all of us and it's something that we can develop. So a little bit mysterious, right? Um, very, very, I'll maybe come back to that if I can, but I'll, I'll give some examples. And the last aspect of um, true determination is a sense of calm or peace comes with it. And this is really where we can see whether we're grasping or striving, because then there typically wouldn't be calm. If your determination is agitated, there's probably some grasping. And so you can look, is you know... It's the kind of determination where you, where you just something in you says, "I'm going to do this," you know. "I'm going to help this person." And there's some peace of mind at that at that point. So you can see that determination is very, very interesting, isn't it? And um, the last part, I just want to talk briefly about how uh, determination is really important when things are difficult. That's really where we see whether there's determination and. One teacher said, uh, uh, Almas, who's a teacher of the Diamond Heart Approach, he said that uh, determination is being unwavering in the face of difficulties or disappointment or discouragement. So having part of yourself is unwavering, even when there are difficulties or, or qualities of discouragement. It doesn't mean that you don't feel sad. But it doesn't uh, knock you around so much. That's when there's determination. I was thinking about this a lot, partly in relation to the events in Connecticut, but also just in the last few days. Uh, you know, in you know, in terms of some of the people that I talked to, you know, particularly people who who I work with regularly. Uh, it, the theme came up a lot. You know, um, one person uh, had some mind states, some sort of was going into a kind of somewhat depressed way of thinking that this person had not experienced for quite some time. And there was a lot of discouragement about that. Oh my gosh, I'm going into this old state and I'm really discouraged. And, and the quality, and yet there was determination there, you know. But, the, but, but sometimes when we have these difficult uh, experiences, they can shake your Confidence or they can shake your determination and at that moment determination is very important. It's just to particularly not to not to let uh, the stories you tell yourself take over, right? You know, it could be, oh I'll never get over this. Oh, I'm a failure, you know, oh all those stories, right can come up and determination uh, Coupled with the wisdom could say, okay, I see you story. Thank you for your view (laughs) That's enough Right? and that would be determination That's a very, you know, and another person very similarly had uh, been doing a lot of meditation and had this really some wonderful development particularly manifesting in uh, the marriage and then had a very difficult spell there was a lot of anger kind of fighting for a few days and the person got really discouraged and said ah, this meditation's done nothing <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm still back in this old pattern and difficult experiences can do that right and that but that was the thought that came up and it was the determination just to keep going and to again to watch for those kind of thoughts because actually it was more like it's you know how learning occurs or progress occurs it's like three steps forward two steps backward or something like that right four steps forward one step backward we have different patterns but the fact that it would be or the possibility that would be only steps forward? Very unlikely. <laughs> and yet, some part of our mind thinks that, right? We think, oh, development is linear. I will reach a certain state where I'm forever happy and nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> Anyone relate to that? <laughs> we know that it's crazy, but we think that, don't we, sometimes, but when these discouraging things come up. You know, and the third person, it was, um, it was a person who lived in a place where, um, in one week, it was a, basically a small town, and in one week, four people that this person knew died. Several of them died, in a, three of them died in an accident, and then one died in Afghanistan, you know, as a, a soldier. And um, this person was really, for a period of time, uh, lost center lost uh, her center and was particularly discouraged about the you know about the all the violence all the war and so forth and the sense of practice and the sense of determination wasn't there in the same way right it was something w- and and that's where determination play a role, you know, it's something I think we learn partly from having these difficult experiences. And I think she's learning determination to see, okay, where does my mind go when I have those difficult experiences? I was also thinking of that in relationship to the violence in Connecticut. It can be very shocking and overwhelming and we can say, what does my meditation have to do with this? Here I am getting a little bit of peace and look at that violence or look at the violence elsewhere in the world. It's horrible, right? You know, and what am I doing? you know and it's it's something just to see how our minds work when we have these difficult experiences can we be with them and can we have determination not so much to shut them off but can i be can i really bring my best wisdom and compassion and watch the voices that would take over that's really the key can i keep that determination there you know and in actuality i think that one of the best responses to violence is to cultivate the good heart and to work with our own inner violence and to bring that then out into the world. That's a lot of, I think, what a full response to this would be. It's a very brief, brief comment, but that would be the basis of what I would hold. That, um, you know, of course there are many ways to respond and many ways to understand, but I think the deepest way would have a deep determination to, in one's own life and in one's work, to bring nonviolence into the world as a way of dealing with conflict, or to bring uh, care for those who are unbalanced. As the, the the person who killed clearly was a very unbalanced person who didn't get the right care, right? That's part of what seems to be emerging in the story. It's also the same in the story of the shooting in Tucson. A very unbalanced person is the case often, right? Who fall through the cracks of our of our system. In many, many ways we could respond, but those are some of them. You know, I think I want to finish just by thinking of one person who's really uh, manifested tremendous amount of determination and, and end with uh, her story, and that is uh, Aung San Suu Kyi of Burma. How many of you know of her life some? Very, very powerful, and if she doesn't manifest determination, I don't know who does. <laughs> Right. And so I'll just say, say a few things about her life. You know, So she was uh, born in 1945 in Burma in what was called Rangoon. Her father uh, was generally regarded as the founder of Burma, who helped bring about the end of uh, colonialism uh, under the British in Burma and helped bring about an independent country. Uh, Two years after she was born, he was killed, as as many of you know, by some of his rivals in the independence movement. And so fast forward, she goes to school. She eventually uh, goes to school in England and she uh, meets an Englishman there uh, whom she marries, a man named Michael Michael Arras. Fast forward to 1988, She uh, comes back to Burma, uh, partly to take care of her mother, who is not well. She gets involved with the democracy movement in Burma and um, becomes a leader. The democracy movement wins the majority of the votes and, in fact, uh, would have had a very large percentage of the members of the, I guess, what would be the equivalent of the... Congress or the Parliament. The military uh, suspend the results and they put her under house arrest. She was under house arrest from that time until um, 2010, almost every year, 15 of those 20 or so years, she was under house arrest, which meant she could not leave her house. Um, Many, of course, many of the people in her movement were killed or tortured or sent into exile. She Um, really stayed as the determined voice and presence of democracy in Burma. And there were incredible number of challenges. There were um, several attempts apparently by the military actually to kill her. There were several times when she would be um, when uh, gangs of men attacked her. You know one time she was traveling, another time I don't know if whether it was in her house, but there would be gangs, and uh, she escaped from those attacks. You know, um, her husband developed a prostate cancer, and um, he was in England, and he was not permitted to visit Burma by the military. And he, it actually became terminal, and even when it was terminal, he was not permitted to visit her in Burma. The government very much wanted her to leave the country because they would not have let her back. And she refused to do that. So she had this um, determination to keep the spirit of democracy alive, even at that tremendous personal cost of not being able, I think, between 1988 and the year that he died in 1999, she saw her husband once. And he died uh, separate from her. Her children were not permitted to come to the country. She was uh, sometimes ill, she was not taken care of well. And still that incredible determination, I don't know this is, this is immense determination, right? But it's like part of what we can inspire us is learning about people's lives like that. So she stayed with that determination, you know, under house arrest, unable to leave her house, right? Sometimes unable to receive visitors. A lot of times they tried to put her in jail. Of course, there was a lot of uh, international pressure And eventually, um, about two years ago, the generals seemed to shift their strategy and they took her off of house arrest and she was permitted to um, run for a seat in the parliament. And she won and there seems to be a thawing. And she was um, able to keep that presence under these tremendous um, privations, right? Under these these horrible conditions at times and there was something in her which stayed really solid. She is a very strong meditator. You know? And she, you know, one of her most famous statements is she said, the thing we have most to be concerned about is fear. And so a tremendous um, beacon, really, of determination. And now it seems that things have loosened. And we don't know what it would have happened if she would have left the country or... Uh, given up in some way because now it seems uh, very possible that Burma may move uh, in a much greater steps to democracy and so I will end with that story that is determination you know there is there is uh, there are those qualities of this clear ability to see her mind probably quite calm but of course there were struggles but something really manifesting that that quality of determination It was a very beautiful talk. She came to San Francisco. Uh, I think, no, I think she she received, uh, no, when I'm, she did come to San Francisco last year. And Some of you may have, I heard that talk. It was a very very powerful talk. And there's also a wonderful video which you can get on YouTube. So, no Dharma talk these days should, should not have a YouTube reference. There's a wonderful, <laughs> there's a wonderful video of Aung San Suu Kyi when President Obama visited her and she gave a talk with President Obama present and she talked about some of what she had experienced over those years. So anyway, I leave you with that that model. That's the, really the really the model of this deep deep determination. So remembering there's this deep determination, the power of the Buddha Aung San Suu Kyi, the um, deep aspiration that, that I have, that we have for some, some, part, some aspect of our life or some direction that we're following. And then there's the moment-to-moment making that real, moment-to-moment for the Buddha, for Aung San Suu Kyi, for us, those moments when your, your wisdom says, I should really do this, and something else in you says, eh. <laughs> 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 so. Interesting. Interesting expression, right? <laughs> and so, and at those moments, if we've been practicing determination, the in comes and goes. So, so thank you very much for your attention. And I think what I'll do is I'll now invite us to be in small groups, and I'll give um, some. Thank you for listening.